The richest New Zealand families are taxed at less than half the rate of your average Kiwi, according to new research. And the Green Party says the simple fix is a comprehensive capital gains tax. The IRD study looked at effective tax rates paid across full income and assets, including capital gains, property, businesses, trusts and shares, rather than just salaries or wages. Including personal company, trustee tax and GST, the median effective tax rate for families worth more than $50 million is just 9.4%, compared to more than 20% for middle wealth New Zealanders. Green Party Revenue spokesperson Chloe Swarbrick reckons the current tax system is totally unfair. New Zealanders have long felt what has been confirmed by this research today, that our tax system is unfair. The wealthiest in this country are paying less than half the effective tax rate of the average family, and fundamentally that is a political choice. Okay, so if it's a political choice, what is the answer? The answer is a comprehensive capital gains tax or a wealth tax, as the Greens campaigned on in 2020. Do you want to get elected again? (laughs) Absolutely, and I doorknocked across uh, $3 million suburbs in my electorate here in Auckland Central and had this conversation with people who were uh, in those fortunate circumstances and obviously still ended up managing to have that historic win and winning the electorate. So, yeah, this is something which we will continue to unashamedly campaign for. I think it is fundamentally unfair and at odds with New Zealand values of care and compassion and concern for our neighbours, let alone in the context of the highest rates of wealth inequality that we've ever seen in this country on record. The thing is, there is a conundrum here, and you must appreciate it. In order to make policy, you have to get elected. Telling people you intend taxing them more generally is not a vote winner in the group that is more likely to vote, right? So how do you get around that? Well, what we're talking about here is the super wealthy in this country. So the mean estimated net worth of these families in 2021 was $276 million. But by comparison, Statistics New Zealand had previously indicated that they thought the starting point for the wealthiest 1% of households would be around $7.6 million. And what that tells us is that the super rich in Aotearoa are much, much richer than we thought them to be. So in total, of those 311 people uh, who were served in this high wealth individual research, their collective wealth was $85 billion. That is, I think, to, to many New Zealanders, an extraordinary amount and just paints the picture of this inequality. Nobody is that disputing com- that, Chloe, but, I, but it's back to my original question. Labor walked back its capital gains tax because it saw that it was not an election-winning policy. So, I mean, why do you think the government... Re- commissioned this report in that context. What's it for? I can't begin to tell you what what the ministers are thinking. I mean, if we were in those sectors, the Greens, obviously, and as we'll be campaigning on, we would be doing things with the political courage that is necessary to meet the challenges of our time, whether it be that record-breaking wealth inequality or, obviously, the climate crises. To the point around what's popular, I mean, I, again, only have to hark back to my experience here in this electorate, which, obviously, for the past decade prior, was held as a national party seat. We campaign on a wealth tax, and in those $3 million others in my electorate, uh, we managed to convince enough people uh, for me to end up being elected as the MP for Auckland Central. But I also think that this really strikes to the core of what it is that we are and what we want to be as New Zealanders. 
in the 30s and 40s subsequent to World Wars and actually another pandemic but back at that point in time, we saw the leadership that was necessary for Michael Joseph Savage, a Labour Party Prime Minister, to institute the social uh, welfare state and to pay for it by taxes on people who were profiting during a time that was incredibly tough and challenging for many other New Zealanders. The same circumstances offered to the government right now today in the wake of COVID-19 and the wake of the climate destruction that we're seeing with the flooding in Pamuki Makoto and on the East Coast. This all boils down to political leadership and therefore the nuance that our political leaders are willing to take to election debates. We're almost out of time, but you are now an experienced politician. Does Labour, in your view, have the fortitude to push forward with a new tax regime, regime that would catch this wealth? Lisa, there's a reason I'm in the Greens. <laughs> it's because I've always identified that the Greens are the party that are not only willing to lead on these issues... But, but you can't do it on your own. Them. The numbers show you can't do it on your own, Chloe. So who's your likely partner in this? Who has the fortitude to do it? Does anyone, or are you as a Green, out on a limb here? Look, the fact that we haven't had this ruled out yet um, by our new Prime Minister is a good sign. And again, that's the reason that I'm in the Greens. We continue campaigning to showcase the people that a different future is possible. And we provide Labour uh, with that space so that they can make the right decisions. And that's Chloe Swarbrick, who is the Green Party spokesperson for Revenue.